This is Naima Novetsky from alatarad.org. This Torah cast will explore the story of the tragic deaths of Nadav and Avihu, one of the only narrative sections in all of Sefer Vayikra. The story is but a few verses long, but has captivated readers for centuries, as it omits almost as much as it reveals. We are told that on the eighth day of the tabernacle's consecration, the two brothers take their censers and offer an incense offering, a ketoret, to Hashem. A fire comes out before God, consumes them, and they die. The verse attributes their death to the fact that they brought a foreign fire which was not commanded. What though is the nature of this foreign fire? What about it was problematic? If Nadav and Avihu simply brought incense, a mandatory daily offering, why is it called foreign? Moreover, why would such an action be punished as a capital crime? especially in the midst of the Mishkan's inaugural festivities. After the tragedy, Moshe tells Aaron, Hu asher diber Hashem lemor, bekrovai ekadesh. This is what Hashem said, By those close to me, I will be sanctified. It is not clear, though, how these words are meant to comfort Aaron, and to whom the words, my close ones, refer. How is Hashem to be sanctified through those close to him? If Nadav and Avihu are the subject of these words, it sounds, as if, it sounds as if even in death they were considered holy. But if so, why were they punished so severely? Should the brothers be considered sinful or beloved? Our story is alluded to later in Sefer Vayikra in chapter 16, right before the laws regarding the rituals of the Day of Atonement, but without mention that the deaths were caused by offering a foreign fire. There, the verse simply states that Nadav and Avihu died the Korvatam Lifnei Hashem when they approached before God. What might this suggest about the cause of the brother's death? Was it related to their offering or to their coming close? The phrase Lifnei Hashem raises one final question. It appears not only in the brief allusion to the death in Vayikra 16, but also multiple times in the original story, in connection to the bringing of the incense, the death of the brothers, and the fire that consumed them. Does the term mean the same thing in each of its appearances? Does it refer to a specific geographical location? or more generally, to being in God's presence? What might either possibility suggest about the nature of the brother's sin? Commentators struggle with our questions, finding themselves in something of a catch-22 as they attempt to find a crime that justifies the capital punishment while still portraying Nadav and Avihu as righteous figures. As happens elsewhere where a biblical character is punished and his crime is not self-evident, here too, commentators mine the text for every possible clue and in so doing, somewhat ironically, introduced numerous possible sins into the story that one might never have dreamed of. We will survey just a few of the approaches that have been suggested and, so, and see how each commentator finds a, different uh, finds a different balance between the desire to exonerate the brothers and the need to justify their death. A first, and perhaps the simplest approach, suggests that the brothers sinned in violating proper protocol when bringing the incense offering. The 19th century Italian commentator Shadal and his German contemporary Rav Hirsch explained that the brothers voluntarily brought their own individual incense offering, an offering that was distinct from the one mandated to be offered each morning. Since Shmot chapter 30 verse 9 states, Lo ta'alu alav zara, you shall offer no strange incense on it. Any unauthorized incense offering was considered problematic. Accordingly, it is referred to in the verse as an ish zara. What motivated Nadav and Avihu to bring such an unauthorized offering? Shadal attributes the brothers' actions to excessive haughtiness and a desire to be honored like their father. 
since they had not been assigned to perform any particular service during the ceremony, they took upon themselves one of the most prestigious rituals. According to his reading, one could explain that when Moshe tells Aaron that Hashem had said, Bikrovai Ekadesh, he was referring not to Nadav and Avihu, who were actually lacking in righteousness, but rather to Aaron himself. Aaron was to sanctify Hashem's name by continuing with Hashem's service rather than mourning over the death of his sons. In contrast to Shadal, Rav Hirsch maintains that the brothers' motives were pure. They brought the incense from a true desire for closeness. It is for this reason that even in death, and despite their error, Hashem refers to them as Krovai, those who are close to me. Hashem was sanctified through them since the nation realized that if even such holy individuals could be punished, they certainly needed to be fastidious in their own observance so as to avoid similar punishment. Rav Hirsch emphasizes that the brother's error lay in forgetting that there is no subjectivity in the sacrificial service. The verses stress that the offering was problematic specifically because it was one which was not commanded, asher lo When serving Hashem in the Mikdash, a person cannot act on their own individual desires, even those motivated by a desire to get close to God, but rather they must adhere only to the command of Hashem. It is possible that Rav Hirsch here is engaged in polemics with the reform movement and hinting that worship of God is not about getting close to Hashem in whatever way speaks to each individual, but rather about following God's commandments. A second approach to our story, espoused by Bar Kapara in Vayikra Rabbah, similarly views the brothers' actions as constituting, as constituting a sin, but finds mention of the sin not in the verses of our chapter, but in the allusion to the story in Vayikra 16, which emphasizes how the brothers died bekorvatam lifnei Hashem. According to him, Nadav and Avihu sinned by coming too close to the Divine Presence. This position reads the words lifnei Hashem to refer to the inner sanctum and suggests that the brothers entered the Kodesh HaKadashim to which entry was forbidden to all except the High Priest on the Day of Atonement. As this was where Hashem's presence was most strongly felt, unauthorized entry was not only prohibited, but also dangerous. One might go even further to suggest that on this eighth day of the consecration ceremony, God's presence had descended and filled the entire tabernacle. If so, entering even the outer sanctum might have meant directly encountering the divine presence, an act which has fatal consequences. As Hashem says, Lo yirani ha'adam v'chai, man cannot see me and live. According to this position then, when Hashem says, Bikrovai Akadesh, he was not referring to holy people who are close to him, but rather to unworthy people who come too close. In other words, the verse means, through those who come close, I will be consecrated. Hashem will be sanctified since the consequences of their coming close will demonstrate the power of God. According to this reading, the fact that the brother's death is mentioned in the context of the service of the Day of Atonement is understandable. In the wake of Nadav and Avihu's fatal mistake, Hashem teaches Aaron the proper protocol to safely enter the inner sanctum. However, though this approach works well with Vayikra chapter 16, it encounters difficulty explaining why our chapter emphasizes that the problem lay in offering an ish zara asher which suggests that the offering itself was problematic. One might respond that the words asher refer not back to the Ketoret, but to the words Vayikrivu Lifnei Hashem. It was Nadav and Avi's offering before God, in Hashem's direct presence, which was not commanded. As such, 
even though there was nothing inherently wrong with the brother's bringing of a ketoret. Since the offering was brought too close, it was considered an ish zarah, a foreign fire. In contrast to the approaches which we have discussed until now, which read our story as one of sin and punishment, a minority of commentators proposed that Nadav and Avihu were not particularly blameworthy. For example, the 12th century French commentator Rashbam implies that Nadav and Avihu's death was not a punishment, but rather a work accident. Rashbam posits that the brothers did not bring an unauthorized incense, but only the regular offering brought every morning. The brothers' only mistake was, bring in, was, bring, was in bringing foreign fire rather than waiting for heavenly fire to consume the incense. This action alone, though, would not have warranted death. It was only the fact that the brothers were in the wrong place at the wrong time which caused the tragedy. According to Rashbam, the brothers chose to offer their incense at the same exact moment that Hashem had sent fire to consume Aaron's offerings of the eighth day of the consecration ceremony. Moreover, the fire which consumed the brothers, is the same exact fire as the previously mentioned fire which had consumed the offerings, where it similarly states, In addition, contrary to what most assume, according to Rashbam, this divine fire did not come down vertically from the heavens, but as the verse states, it emanated from before God from the inner sanctum where Hashem's presence dwells. As such, it traveled horizontally from the Holy of Holies to the outer sanctum where it met the brothers bringing their incense and consumed them, and then continued on its way to the bronze altar. According to Rashbam then, the brothers' death was not a punishment, but a tragic accident. They unfortunately happened to be in the way of the divine fire and suffered the natural consequences. As such, it is understandable that the brothers are referred to as close to Hashem, since they died without major sin. There is, though, one major question with which this approach must contend. Why would Hashem allow such an accident, rather than waiting to bring the fire when no one was in the way? Perhaps, since the brothers had sinned, albeit erroneously, they were not worthy of a miracle to save them. Alternatively, since the entire nation was outside waiting for Hashem's glory to appear, there would have been a great desecration of his name if there had been a delay. This brings us to our fourth and final approach, which is the most extreme in its exoneration of the brothers. Philo, a first century Alexandrian philosopher, maintains that Nadav and Avi's deaths were not a punishment, but rather a sanctifying of their souls to God. Since the brothers are described as being close to Hashem, this approach assumes that it is impossible that their actions were seen as sinful in the eyes of God. Moreover, if their death served to sanctify Hashem, it must not have been a punishment, but some form of elevation. Philo suggests that when the verse speak of the brothers offering foreign fire to Hashem, this is a metaphor for the fiery passion of Nadav and Avihu's love for God, which they offered up to him with their whole being. It is referred to as a foreign fire because it was foreign to earthly existence since it belonged totally in the realm of God. More simply, the verse can mean that Nadav and Avihu offered a non-obligatory or voluntary sacrifice. It was called foreign because it had not been commanded. According to this reading, the phrase Asher lo comes to explain the term Eish Dara. It does not have a negative connotation, but rather comes to highlight the brother's desire to give even more to Hashem than he had required. 
What specifically prompted the brothers to bring the incense? Haktava Kabbalah quotes the Sifra that Kivan Shara'u Ish Chadasha Amdu Lohosif Ahava Al Ahava. Upon seeing Hashem's presence and fire descend, they felt the need to reciprocate and offer something up to him in return. The verses repeatedly emphasized that the brothers' actions were done lifnei Hashem, to highlight that this was not problematic. All they did was warn from a desire to come close to God and be before him. Why then did they die? Philo compares the brothers' death to a whole burnt offering which rises heavenwards. According to him, in Nadav and Avi's religious fervor, death would not have been viewed as a punishment, but as a sanctification of their entire being to God. Nadav and Avi can be compared to Hanoch, whom Hashem took because he walked with God. Accordingly, in neither case should death be viewed negatively. Rather, due to their piety, sometimes the righteous are prematurely taken to be with Hashem. In conclusion, we have seen a spectrum of opinions regarding the actions of Nadav and Avi. While the, most, while the vast majority of commentators assume that they sinned, either via improper sacrificial protocol or by breaching divine boundaries and coming cl- too close to God, others assumed that their death was simply a tragic accident as they found themselves in the wrong place at the wrong time. Finally, Philo suggests that their deeds were actually laudable as they offered their entire beings to Hashem. The story leaves us with several questions to ponder. What is the right balance between coming close to God and coming too close? How much room is there for subjectivity in observance? And finally, is there really such a thing as an accident? Does not Hashem control all? For more on this topic and other topics related to Parashat Shmini, please visit alatorah.org.